Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's a 10 alarm inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. Are you kidding me? The news just keeps coming. We're going to talk about the Colts. We're going to talk about Purdue, and we'll do that first. Purdue leading. That doesn't happen very often. And then we're going to talk about ramifications of this Purdue news for the Indiana University football program. And we're going to talk about Indiana hosting Nebraska tonight at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. A huge game for the Hoosiers. Nebraska, not usually a huge game, but coming off that loss against Rutgers, this one is big. Like I said, this is inside Indiana Sports Now for Wednesday, December 7th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill. I'm going to see him Friday. I can't wait. Going to get my teeth cleaned by the lovely, the talented Cassie. Dr. Mike's going to come in. He's going to look at the x-rays, and he's going to say, Kent, Either we got some work to do or we got no work to do. Either way, I win because my dental health is really important to me, really important to you, and I want the best dentist doing it, and that's Dr. Mike O'Neill. 317-849-2933 is the number. Hit the subscribe button. If you're a subscriber, you could win this at the end of the week, and all prizes you'll be eligible for on autographed Vikings football, autographed by uh, Dante Culpepper. For goodness sake, like this video as you always do and should. Hit the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. You don't have to set your clock because we don't go at 4 o'clock every day. A day like this, news breaks, we're rolling. And if you want to donate, you want to donate. All right, let's talk about what happened today in West Lafayette. Jeff Brom, you know what, Dan Dockich was right. Jeff Brom is going to Louisville four years later, but he's going to Louisville. Dan Dockich hit the nail on the head. It just took a while for that echo to sync up with current events. So Brom's going to Louisville, going to sign, according to reports, a six-year, $35 million-ish deal to become the next coach of the Cardinals. He went to Louisville. He's from Louisville. He's a graduate of Trinity High School down in Louisville, a high school I truly loathe. I got to tell you the truth. People in New Albany hate Jeff. You know, uh, Lawrence North hates Lawrence Central. Uh, HSE and Fishers have a rivalry. New Albany soccer and Trinity soccer, I hated Trinity. Nothing against Jeff Brom. However, he's going home. And that means that the job at Purdue is open. Here is how Big Ten schools have filled openings this year. Nebraska went out and hired Matt Rule, who was fired a little bit earlier this season as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, NFL head coach, right? Uh, Defrocked from that role 
and now he is the head coach at Nebraska. Then uh, Paul Christ is fired, replaced by an interim coach, and now the guy filling that role is Luke Fickle from Cincinnati, one of the really good football coaches in America. So like A-plus hires in terms of, of brand awareness, right? Nebraska and Wisconsin digging deep into their pockets to hire the best coach available. Purdue, if they do that, if they hire the best coach available, what is Indiana going to do? Listen to the coaches in the Big Ten right now. And listen, this isn't about an aversion to Tom Allen. It's not. But if you're a recruit, where are you going to go? Are you going to go to a program led by Matt Rule, Luke Fickle, Jim Harbaugh, Greg Schiano, who is a former NFL head coach, Mike Loxley at uh, Maryland, who had a good year this year, Kirk Ferentz at Iowa, Ryan Day at Ohio State. Uh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of head coaches. And, and if you, you know, start to count USC and UCLA as a head coach, um, you're talking about Chip Kelly and Lincoln Riley. You're talking about James Franklin. You're tra- talking about uh, Brett Bielema. You're, you're talking about P.J. Fleck, Pat Fitzgerald. I think I mentioned some of these guys. You know, Mel Tucker at Michigan State. And then if, if Purdue goes out and hires a guy with a resume like Luke Fickle or Matt Rule or Greg Schiano or, or Jim Harbaugh or Brett Bielema. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What do you got? Like, if you're a recruit and you got on one line one of those guys, or you got Indiana calling, who's calling you going to take? And that, again, is not to, you know, rag on Tom Allen. Uh, Indiana won a couple of Big Ten games this year. But they're on the hook for a huge buyout. They got money. The Big Ten's got all the money from their media deals. And Tom Allen going into this year, according to the ranking service, they said that uh, he was, uh, and, and we're talking about Tom Allen, 12th 
among the 14 Big Ten coaches. Right, Jeff Brown, I think, was ninth. If you could pick the next head coach and GM for the Colts, who would it be? I'll tell you in just a moment. But what Indiana, Indiana is going to have to figure out whether it wants to be in the Big Ten and, and actually compete in the Big Ten, or whether it just wants to have a party, you know, six or seven Saturdays every fall, which is fine by me. Look, Tom Allen appears to be a good man and a leader of people, but Taiwan Mullen is leaving. Desan uh, McCullough leaving. You, you know, quarterbacks leave every year via the transfer portal. You've got to re-recruit your guys. You've got to get a recruiting class and then re-recruit your roster. Where is Indiana at in getting that done? The playmakers for that program, they are leaving in droves. How are you going to compete? And again, doesn't bother me. I go down there to see friends. I go down to Bloomington to see friends. I've never been to a Rose Bowl. The, the IU has not been to a Rose Bowl in my cognitive memory. I, I have no expectation uh, of bowls where it comes to Indiana football, but does Indiana football, do, does the Indiana Athletic Department and Indiana University want a football program that has a chance to compete in any of the Big Ten divisions? That's the question. And Jeff Brom going to Louisville and opening that job up at Purdue for a, a potential home run hire, Indiana all of a sudden is going to be marginalized even further. And I hate to see that. Uh, Colts. The Colts are projected to finish the season 6-10-1. That means, in all likelihood, they're projected to win their last two home games. Projected to win against Houston, who is easily the worst team in the NFL. And then also against the Chargers. Okay, if that doesn't happen, where could the Colts wind up drafting? They could wind up as high as third. As high as third. Maybe even second, but like more likely is third. A top three pick, top five pick for the Colts, that is very, very doable. The bad thing for Chris Ballard is this, that if you've been kind of to the mountaintop, Hire John Robinson as the GM. That's going to be the sexy pick because we all know his name, right? And he was just fired. And wouldn't he just love to come to Indianapolis where he'd be able to put together a team that would beat the asses of the team that just fired him yesterday? Yes, that would be nice for him. I agree. John Robinson would be a good hire. But here's the thing about projecting general manager hires. If indeed the Colts move on from Chris Ballard. We don't know the guys. Like if you walked out, and these are guys who have gotten interviews and currently live in our city. If you saw Morocco Brown at the Walmart, you wouldn't know you were seeing Morocco Brown. You wouldn't know Ed Dodds. There he is. Who? You don't know. These guys are getting interviews. They have gotten interviews. They have turned down interviews. They've turned down jobs elsewhere. These are the kinds of guys that would be interviewed elsewhere to run a franchise, to be the general manager. And we wouldn't know them if we tripped over them in the city where they are currently working for the hometown team. That's why it's really, really hard to project 
who you can go get as a GM, unless, like in 1997, everything falls into place and you can go out and get a guy like Bill Polian, which he usually can't. Great hire by Jim say by the way. Uh, as a head coach, hell, I don't know. I don't want Jim Harbaugh as a head coach. He's a crazy person. I think he fits Michigan. He's got that thing rolling. I have no idea why he would leave. I have no idea why Michigan would allow him to leave Sean Payton. Can Sean Payton coach without Drew Brees as his quarterback? For the one year he had to do that, it didn't go altogether too well. The head coach of an NFL franchise is really an overvalued position. It's not that big a deal. It's not how you win a championship. We got to go out and get the right coach. Really? You got coaches who have been, you know, garbage and then ascended to the mountaintop, and you got coaches who have gone to the mountaintop and then fallen all the way down into the abyss. You've had that. You know, head coaches, I think it's more important who a head coach puts together as his staff than it is who the head coach is. So I'm not really invested in it. If it's a brand-name guy, then I, I think that that's, that's kind of an effort. That's a marketing effort to try to move the hope meter into a place where season tickets are going to be renewed or purchased. That's what I think is happening uh, with that kind of thing. The, the Colts, could they still make the playoffs? That is a crazy question, but it is possible. If they went out and they go 8-8-1, eight, eight, and one, they could make the playoffs. They would eliminate all the 8-9s. They would be, it would be like being the worst of the 9-8s. And 9-8s and and could make the playoffs this time around if the right series of things happen. Teams like the Jets have to lose. Teams like, obviously, the Colts would have to win all four they have remaining. And the first one they got on the docket is against the Vikings, who are among the top three teams in the NFC, and it's at their place. And then a couple of weeks after that, they got to go play the Giants at MetLife. Not an easy road. It is, it, it's, it's Optimism Wednesday. Hell yeah, it's going to happen. Colts go to the playoffs, baby. Eight, eight, and one. Here we come. But is it more optimistic? for the future of this franchise, to see the Colts as a 4-12-1 franchise and drafting in the top five this coming draft. Is that more optimism, and, and more likely, than the optimism that the Colts, as currently uh, comprised, would go to the playoffs? You know, optimism, optimism Wednesday comes in many forms. And, and one man's optimism is another man's pessimism, and vice versa. I am looking forward to a top five pick in the upcoming draft. And I, although I think it's the wrong year to have it, I don't think that the quarterbacks in this draft really measure up and, and look like uh, a group, any one of which is going to wind up being a uh, kind of a franchise guy that leads a team to multiple uh, Lombardi trophies. I, I just don't see it. Is Jim say serious about putting together a championship franchise, or is he serious about advancing the canard of hope prior to disappointment? You know, like this year. This year, hey, it's hope! You know, no. The hope was ill-invested. We've seen that. 
It was foolish. It was foolish last year. And the year before, it seemed foolish, but it actually, 11-5 and five wound up being okay. The Colts have not won a playoff game. This will be the fourth year in a row that they haven't won a playoff game. And you can't run around saying, we're, we're a, a Super Bowl dark horse when you can't win a stinking playoff game. So don't tell us about that. Uh, other news today, Wilson Contreras signed a big money deal with the St. Louis Cardinals. Why the Cubs didn't extend Wilson Contreras, I have no earthly idea. Who's going to catch for you this year? Maybe can, does Frank Schwindel have a mask and a chest protector? Does Patrick Wisdom, can he catch? Who are you going to get to catch? It's ridiculous. Gomes? Gomes? Very disturbing. And they keep going and getting guys, the third guys in the rotation, you know, and saying, oh, yeah, we got another pit. And they just keep bringing in the pitchers. Bring them in. They herd them in there. It's like the Colts with quarterbacks. You know, marginal pitchers, come on in. We're going to take a look at 10 of you, 5 of you are going to make the rotation. And, uh, you know, four will because Kyle Hendricks has his spot in the rotation. It's just pathetic. Indiana tonight against Nebraska. Indiana's got to find a way to shoot. If you can't shoot, you can't score. Basketball is such an easy game. Like the methodology to get an open look that you can knock down, that's a little bit more complicated, right? The schematics can be a little complicated. But the, the nexus, that point at which basketball functions is all around shooting and denying the opposition their ability to get off clean shots and get offensive rebounds. It's all about shooting. And the one guy who can shoot on this team is Miller Cup. And that's it. Xavier Johnson hadn't been terrible shooting threes, but by God, you watch him shoot and you're like, oh, God. If you were a high school coach, you'd say, hey, hey, hey no more of that. I don't care if you make 8 of 20, like in games. I just can't watch it. Uh, but Miller Cop is a guy who has shot it well. I think he's, uh, what is he, 18 to 38, something like that, 18 to 37, right in that ballpark this year. He is on the floor to spread the defense so you can get it down low to Trace Jackson Davis and he can put the ball in the bucket. Race Thompson, if you got to go four out, he's a guy that defenders are going to leave by himself at the arc and dare him to shoot threes. And when he does, clunk. They don't make it. Jordan Geronimo, tough time making threes. This is a team, look, what you would prefer is a good defensive player who can shoot. But what Mike Woodson does is prize def defense over all else. So it's go out and get defensive players. And if Jalen hood Shafino can go tonight, it ought to go okay for Indiana. Indiana like a 13-point favorite tonight, despite Nebraska winning its last three against Florida State, Boston College, and Creighton. Hmm. It's going to be a tough game, and they got to win. You lose this game, you got trouble. 0-2 in these December games, you can't have that, especially rolling into games in Vegas against Arizona, and then at the fog against Kansas, you got to find a way to win tonight and then split the other two, those next two, or you got trouble. And it's going to require shooting in order for Indiana to win those games. Godspeed, Hoosiers. Uh, Jeff Brom, it's been a pleasure.
Dan Dockich, 100% right, just four years before anybody else. We'll see what uh, Brown does at Louisville, and we'll see what Purdue does in hiring the next head coach to run that program, because if they get ambitious, it's going to force Scott Dolson's hand to go get ambitious too. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.